Welcome back, friends. This is the Good Midlife Podcast. We are back again. It is a beautiful October night in Louisville, Kentucky. Richard, are you in Louisville tonight? I am not. I am uh, back in sweet, sweet Evansville. Oh, God love Evansville. Yep. The weather's beautiful back, there, I back assume, Back right? at it. Weather's beautiful huh? there? Weather beautiful there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, no complaints. Got a nice run in and ran in Newburgh, Indiana, which is a pretty cute little town, I got to say. Uh, but uh, yeah, just it's beautiful. It's very sunny. And but uh, in, a, in a few weeks, I lose the sun about this time. So yep. I'm taking advantage yep. as much as I can. Yeah, we've got uh, I'll get to Indiana in a little bit. I've got some travel to Indiana coming up myself this weekend. Uh, so we'll get to that before we move further. Let me. Just thank everybody for listening. Let me thank everybody for getting at us. Uh, follow us on Instagram, the Good Midlife Podcast. We're on Instagram. Richard is Kenshin Crew on Instagram. We are the Good Midlife Podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. Now, that said, I got an email this week, Richard, that I want to talk about. And, oh. uh, Yep, I got an email. Um, in the inbox? In the inbox, and it's from a promotional company, so they're trying to promote stuff. Uh, they're called Feedspot. But they uh, rated us in the top 80 podcasts emanating from Louisville. Did you know there were 80 podcasts coming out of Louisville? I, I did not. So I wonder, did they give our official rank? Yeah, we're going to get to that. There's a lot of podcasts in Louisville. Like, I didn't even realize it because there is, you know, every news station's got some something Louisville activities. And then there's uh, all these different um groups that are doing stuff there's a, a podcast for louisville city soccer there's a podcast for u of l athletics the, every single church in louisville richard has a podcast where you can access their services which makes sense i just had never really thought about the fact that every single church is going to put their service in a podcast why not it's easy right um and so they have us rated 42 in louisville uh of the louisville podcasts that are emanating out of louisville the 42 out of the top 80 podcasts in louisville so i feel like uh you know wow yeah mariano rivera wore 42 so i feel like we're the mariano rivera of louisville podcasts right now quite and the closers quite the, quite closers, the closers is what that's you're right saying. that's yes. right <laughs> yes we bring the closing to uh louisville podcast there you have it yeah so yeah. uh that was kind of fun to see. I, I know it's all promotion and they're trying to get you to sign up and, um, you know, do their promotional stuff, but kind of fun to see us on a list of something um, and not yeah. be 80th and not be 80th. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Halfway home. It's just like in next year, we'll thrive. We'll strive for top 20, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. 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 Let's get up. Let's get up the list a little bit. Let's get inside the top 30 and, uh, keep it moving um well as we always like to do we like to talk about what we've done cool in the last week or the last weekend if you follow me on instagram follow us on instagram you know i've been in new york i'm going to get to some new york tales in a moment richard did you do anything fun this weekend i know you had a uh, weekend alone as Maisie was traveling home from italy we bumped into one another at the airport unexpectedly but uh, other than running what about your weekend yeah, my uh, my weekend was uh, a busy one. I participated in my seventh bourbon chase, um, which is uh, it's it's one of my favorite events, or it, it was one of my favorite events. It, it still is. It's just uh, I think since Ragnar's taken it over that it, it, things have changed dramatically. But I uh, had a uh, very fun weekend with the uh, 
uh, pugs, thugs, and or pugs, ponies, ponies, thugs, something. Anyway, my team. Uh, it's the the fourth year I've done it with them. We had a great time. Uh, ran my fastest bourbon chase. So uh, believe it or not, a fifty year old still has some gas in the tank. So. Stuck on that old age, and uh, but yeah, did the bourbon chase. Maisie, Maisie ended up missing her flight on Saturday, so got back and kind of took it easy, and then woke up and picked her up at the airport. So it was a uh, it was kind of a whirlwind weekend, and then my brother was in town. So overall, good weekend. So no complaints. Yeah. And I know you went to New York, and uh, so yours was yours was much more eventful than mine, running across Central Kentucky. I, I don't have much to say i will say this a couple shout outs real quick for bourbon chase this the the town of uh stanford kentucky bravo for your uh rollout it's one of the best transition towns out there great food great people uh everything along those lines like just very nice people overall and uh danville did a great job too um so just shout out to those people so that's yeah. awesome. And I want to just to, to to talk about what Bourbon Chase is, because um, a lot of people don't know what that is. And it, it's this race through central Kentucky. And you go you, you start at one point and you go all night and everybody runs in shifts and you follow one another in a van. Right. And uh, yeah, it's, know, it's, you, it's, it's a 12 team relay. So you have two vans of six and you leapfrog each other. You start at Jim Beam and run to uh, a lot of bourbon distillers. They've changed a lot over the years. Um, we went to, I. my first leg ended at uh, Heaven Hill, um, which was very nice. Uh, I will say the hill getting into Heaven Hill sucks ass as a runner. Um, and, uh, but we, we ran to a lot that, that was the one I did. We went to wilderness, uh, the wilderness down in Danville, which is an amazing new distillery. Um, I think we went to four roses and a couple other ones. I'm sure I'm missing some a long time ago. It was makers. I mean, all the big names, makers, wild Turkey, four roses, Woodford, uh, heaven Hill, all the big names, Jim beam, all the big names. And, over the past 12 years of me doing it, uh, Makers has dropped out, Woodford has dropped out, Wild Turkey has dropped out. So it's uh, it, it they keep they come back, they disappear and stuff like that. I will say one thing: little disappointed with the customer service at uh, Woodford. I was there a little early, but I went up to buy a I do an engraving bottle of Woodford um and I knocked on the door and basically they told me to go away and when we went out back out to the car a security guard had come up to our car and said are you with the bourbon chase there's no bathrooms here you guys need to move along wow so um, I, I was wow i was very surprised for woodford uh i and i am gonna call the uh I'm going to be a Karen a little bit and call their customer service because I thought I was going to buy something and they basically turned us away and basically told us to get lost. All you wanted to do was give them money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. all, all I right. wanted to That's do was it. give them money and they turned around and treated me like complete ass. Now, do you still finish in Lexington? Yeah, you do. You finish right in right in front of Rupp Arena, right? I, I It's Triangle yeah triangle park. triangle park triangle park yeah, triangle park triangle park square i guess whatever uh park right there uh they have uh bourbon tastings 
they don't have a lot of food trucks or and they have a few beer trucks. They need to get more food trucks down there because we're all dehydrated. We're all hungry. And uh, it's great to have bourbon tasting, but you can imagine bourbon tasting after running 200 mile relay. It's it can turn into a drunken a situation very quickly. Yeah. 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 Um, did, did you uh, did you run into Brian Gritton? He ran the bourbon chase with some folks. No, I did not. Okay. No, I, I think I see. You, I saw him one year. I think I yeah. believe I did see him one year. So. Okay. All right. Well, good. Awesome that you had a great run. Uh, that is one of the cooler things that happens in Kentucky. It's amazing that you are 50 years old and doing it. And it uh, fits right in with your prep for the big marathon coming up in a few weeks. So that is very awesome. Yeah. Uh, I do yeah. love that event. I have several friends who run that and it's very, very fun. Now, we did go to New York this weekend. My wife and I, a lot of family, um, had a family wedding in New York. It left um, from a pier on the East River, and we they got married on the boat. It was beautiful. Miranda and Ray, shout out. And Miranda's brother, uh, Kyle, is a big listener of the podcast. So I'm going to shout out to Kyle. Got to hang out with a lot of family this weekend in New York. Beautiful cruise out the East River into the harbor. We ate dinner cruising up the uh, Hudson, came back, did some dancing right in front of the Statue of Liberty, brought it back home, four-hour cruise. It was amazing. We all felt like superstars, um, really, really cool. I have not posted photos of that because I've been so busy, but I'll put a couple of those up. We had a great time. Uh, we It was so fun. So that was why we went to New York, but I want to give a shout-out to a couple of other places that we ate and drank that we loved. Um, we stayed in the Nomad neighborhood north of Madison Park uh, near the Flatiron District. We ate at the Smith in Nomad, had some great food there. Bad Roman on Columbus Circle was fantastic, had the best cocktail, the best restaurant margarita concept I've ever had, maybe. And it was this margarita that they pour over shaved ice when they bring it to your table. Mm, and, but, okay. the but the shaved ice was infused with habanero. And so it punched oh, okay. it just a little bit. It was really, really good. Uh, Habanero-infused ice is coming to my patio in summer of 24. Be ready, America. Um, we had lunch, our brunch, at Gallo Green um, over in the West Village. And that place was really cool. Rooftop restaurant for brunch. Uh, so a few of those, if you're in New York, I would shout those out. We did a lot of walking. We I, I did my Central Park movie tour. All the family loved it. We stopped by Strawberry Fields and had a little talk about John Lennon and all the events that led to his death and uh, the interesting history of the Dakota apartment building, which is fascinating if you don't know that. Um, it's really interesting. We walked all over the city. Chelsea, we were in the village. We were delicious meal in Little Italy. So had a lot of fun. But one of the things that Elizabeth wanted to do, she's a big fan of, of some TV shows. And over in the village, there's a couple of building facades that are used prominently in TV shows, one of which is the Friends Apartment. So we stopped by the Friends Apartment, which was kind of fun. Um, lots of people there. But she's a passionate lover of sex in the city. Richard, does Maisie love sex in the city? Uh, she does, and she's watching the new series. Okay, right. So is Elizabeth. Um, I've tried it. I I don't I like I tolerate it, but uh, I tolerate the new series. I didn't like the old one. I'm not the target demographic. It's fine. We took a walk. It's okay. And so we went up and we walked down the street, and there's a lot of people in front of this particular apartment, and they're kind of being loud. 
you know, there's a bunch of people. They're they're young adults, I would say in their 20s. And there's one particular woman who is particularly loud. And she's taking some photos and she's like, all right, who's next? Next person comes up and they're shooting. She's like, and they're yelling and, and woohooing. And we had walked up on the side of the road with that building and we walked across to the other side and we're kind of standing there. And all of a sudden, the man who lives in that building, who's probably in his early 60s, comes out. This is Saturday at 3.30 p.m., so this is not any kind of a weird time, and he kind of loses his mind, Richard. He comes out and says, you guys, somebody out here is being really loud, and you need to knock it off, and then he just stood there, and everybody just kind of stood there, and he said, I can hear you in here. I don't want to hear you. You're out here. You're being too loud, and uh, then the woman who was loud uh, was kind of fighty, and she said, it wasn't me. I wasn't being loud. And we're all like, um, and so then he goes right back at her. Like they're clapping back at one another here too. And you know what I wanted to do, Richard, you know, I wanted to be like, uh, it was me, sir. What you got, you know, <laughs> I was like fired up. Um, but this lady took care of it for me. And she said, uh, you know, he said, your five minutes is my 25 years and the twice 25 years of my life. And I don't want to do this and you're not being respectable. And then these two dudes were just standing on the sidewalk. Like they were just getting ready to walk up the sidewalk before he comes out and has his explosion. He looks over at him and says, and you guys need to stop standing in front of my window. And they're like, uh, okay. And then the woman in the street says, uh, you know, this is a street. We can be here. Uh, we're not doing anything wrong. And then he just says, yeah, well, if this is a street, you can be here. But why did you choose this place? Huh? Why did you choose this one? And I wanted to just be like, I like it was all I could. We had to walk away because I wanted to be like, why do you think we effing chose it, dude? Like, what do you think is going on here? So, like, I'm totally outing the guy who lives in Carrie Bradshaw's fake apartment as a total dick. 3.30 in the afternoon on a Saturday. Sorry, man. Like, you know what you have. Like, This is not like you're in some... Uh, you know, uh, a country manor home out on Long Island. Like you're in the middle of the city. It's three thirty. This isn't eleven thirty. Um, you got to get over yourself, man. It was something. It was very funny. Um, and so we we he stood out for a long time because I think he just wanted to disrupt pictures. Um, so we walked on, and then uh, I took a picture of Elizabeth in front of uh, another similarly looking um uh, doorway facade, uh, just so we would have a photo like that. Wow. Yeah, wow. right? That, I was that's uh interesting. Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, he was a dick. So, I'm calling him out. I'm shouting it out. I don't know who the guy is. He'll probably come at us. It's fine. Whatever. He won't hear this. It doesn't matter. Um anyway, we had a great time. Um had two mega early flights. We had to get up at 3:30 on the way out, 3:30 on the way home. We were totally worthless Sunday afternoon. We were home by noon, but it was just like Let's hit the couch and then uh, just cook a spot pot of spaghetti for supper. So um, got back to work and now we're going to turn it around this weekend and go to Indiana. We've got a baller weekend coming up, going up to Indianapolis. Then uh, on Friday up to Indiana Dunes National Park, try to do a little hiking or something, weather permitting, and then into Chicago for Pequod's Pizza. So New York last Friday, Chicago this Friday, back down to Purdue, West Lafayette, so we can catch Ohio State at Purdue for a fun Saturday football game uh, before we roll it back home. So we're going to keep getting after it. Wow. You are, uh, you are quite the traveler. This Logging week. miles, this baby. Is... Logging miles. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I'd say so. 
So that's that's an impressive schedule right there, Jim. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, right, right. Um, We're going to be ready for next weekend when it all calms down a little bit and we can just sort of chill. Um, But on the subject of Ohio State and Purdue, I want to talk football for a minute. We like to do that, get into some football. And I first want to shout out Purdue because one of the things when I bought these tickets at the beginning of the season, they have special games marked. And by that, I mean, this is a blackout. So they ask everybody to wear black or they didn't call it blackout, but they were like, wear all black or whatever. So they scheduled it at the beginning of the season. I love it. If you're a mid tier school like Purdue, Kentucky, Louisville, whatever you are, you know, when the big boys are coming to town. So why not put that out there at the beginning of the season? So fans can choose their wardrobe appropriately. We had for the Florida game a couple of weeks ago at Kentucky, they wanted half the stadium white, half the stadium blue. They decided that on like Tuesday before game day. That's hard to disseminate that information. If you if you don't own anything white, that's tricky. So I think every single school should do what Purdue has done and tell you the big game days. Penn State schedules their whites out of the white out to the beginning of the year too. Yeah, I I can I I can see the uh, that request. I think that's needed for sure. Yeah. So I would love that. Like if UK could tell us like we're going to do all blue this week, we're going to do all black this week, we're going to you know, blue, white, whatever. I think it's great. So anyway, we got an, we, we're, let's get to my picks real quick and then we'll tap, tap on a couple other football notes and move on to the next bit. Um, One and two last week, Carolina saved me. I keep riding the Tar Heels. They are all that's saving me. I lost on Kentucky. I lost on uh, Notre Dame and we'll touch on both of those games in a moment. I'm going to start. I'm going to go ahead and pick the game that I'm going to Purdue and Ohio State. Ohio State's a 19 point favorite. And at first glance, I might take Purdue because they played Ohio State well traditionally. Um, it's a blackout, so you should have the fans fired up, but it's a noon blackout. And one of the things that uh, is tough in those noon games is keeping the crowd into it. And that worked well at Kentucky, but Kentucky is a better squad than Purdue against Florida. You know what I mean? And so I feel like this might be close for a quarter. Then at the half, it's maybe 10 and then in the third quarter, things get away a little bit at 17, and the fans start to leave, and then, you know, you have a couple of late touchdowns, and that's it. So I'm going to go ahead and lay the 19 with Ohio State. Second pick, I'm going to take Colorado at home, give an 11 to Stanford. And I do this just because Stanford is terrible. Colorado's been in a couple of fist fights the last couple of weeks, um, and I think they get right this week, and they blow Stanford out. And then the final one is Kentucky and Missouri. Kentucky is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Richard, before I give my pick, do you have an opinion? How would you bet that? Because I'm, I, 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 this could go either way, but I'm going to play it. It could go either way. Uh, the game. Remind me again where the game is. Is it? A it's home? Lexington. It's Lexington at seven thirty. Uh, I think I'll, I'll take Kentucky. It, it depends if they're not hungover. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm I'm very worried about their mental state after that game. And students have been talking about for the past two days or three days. But I am I am generally concerned about their, especially Dennis Lear, or Dennis, um, uh, the quarterback. Yeah, sorry. yeah, uh, Devin Leary. Uh, Dennis Leary is uh, smoking a cigarette yeah, somewhere. The comedian. Yes, yes, he is. Uh, uh, yeah, I I'm I'm worried about our quarterback's mental health. Well, I worry about it too, but I'm going to lay the points because it's a 7:30 kick. We're going to have a fired up, loud crowd, and but I'm worried about it. You know, you can't let Georgia beat you twice, um, and that yeah. has happened to Kentucky many times where you have a good team beat you twice. They beat you on the day, and they beat you the next week. So, 
hopefully everybody's right. We've got a late game and we'll see what happens. So to just to round it out, I'm taking three favorites this week for the record, Ohio State, Colorado, and Kentucky. There are your picks. Now let's briefly tap into what happened last week with Kentucky. It was like watching, and we watched this game at Jack Dempsey's in New York, which is the New York City um, Kentucky bar, and it was super fun, super cool, cool to be in that environment in New York City with a bunch of big blue people. So that was awesome. Uh, the game was not awesome, and watching it was like watching two different teams at different speeds. Georgia just looked twice as fast as Kentucky, didn't they? Yeah, uh, well... I didn't obviously. Oh, you were in a, was, you you were running. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, I didn't get to see it, but the highlights I did. It was. I I don't I don't I I don't even know where to play explain after it. play. They just looked faster, and I I had a lot of questions with the um, play calling for Kentucky. I felt like they they went heavy on the pass and didn't didn't try to run enough, but. We'll see. Anyway, it was a bad night. They burned. They need to burn the tape. They need to turn it around and get ready for Mizzou because Mizzou's a really good team. This is a, college football gets really good this week, guys, because um, like in the SEC, you're going to get some shakeout as far as the mid-level teams, the second-tier teams. Like who's good? You got Kentucky, Missouri this week. You got South Carolina, Florida. You got Texas A&M at Tennessee. So some some really good tight three-point spreads, and it's like that all over college football in every conference. So this was a tough week to try to pick games you want to bet. Um, another game I want to hit on was the big one that happened here in our city, Notre Dame coming to Louisville. And this Cardinal team is a really good team at home. I'm not sure they're good on the road. I thought about betting against them at Pitt, but Pitt's terrible, so I'm not going to do that. But that was a banger of a win for Jeff Brom. And we called that at the beginning of the season. We said we thought Louisville might beat Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's it, it's it's either – it's just like I'll give Louisville some credit. I mean, they they, they played well. But we, we have to look at the ACC as a whole. They are not a very good conference. Um, and They're not. They're not. But I will say Notre Dame I think is good. And I I the, I got back to the hotel to watch the fourth quarter of that game, and I've never seen like I couldn't believe how bad Sam Hartman was. He's a good quarterback. I don't know who he was throwing to. It was awful, awful. But I think Notre Dame's good. But your point about the the overall ACC is right, and I'll let you continue on that. Yeah, it, it's I mean I, I'm and it's I'm, I'm sure we're gonna get crucified by U of L fans on this, but. You have to look at the bigger picture is Brom came in at the exact great time. I mean, the, they have the easiest ACC schedule this year. I mean, Notre Dame is a good team. They played a team. They were on the road, but they have struggled against, I mean, they struggle against Duke and Duke was ranked, but again, is Duke a traditional power? No. Um, Duke had some players come back. We've talked about that as well. But the fact is, I mean, there's no reason Duke should have or Notre Dame should have any problem with the Duke team. And it's it, to be, but U of L has been good against Notre Dame, to be honest. That's true. Um, they play them very it, tough every time, but it's always at home, always yeah. at home, though. So again, it's just like I'll give Louisville credit when you, it, it's like it'll be interesting to see. I mean, they bought, they bolted them pretty high. And the AP and the coaches poll. So 
maybe they see something I'm not, but at the same time is when it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens when they get to a bowl game and play other competitors outside the ACC. Well, I think I so, mean, they, they could be playing for the ACC championship. Yeah, honestly, totally in play. And I think a um, couple of things, first of all, we're going to cash a ticket on that uh, season win total over for U of L that we played at the beginning of the season. So we got that one coming. Um, I think you're, you're total. I know you're right about the quality of the ACC. I think the ACC is better than I thought it was, but I think Louisville's not playing the best teams in the ACC. They got, they yeah. have, Oh they, yes. yes. They, they're not playing Florida for state. Sure. They're not playing, uh, um, the Clemson, they're not playing Duke. They're not, or they are playing Duke. They're not playing North Carolina, uh, Duke and Miami. That's who they have. And uh, it's, they, they've got the bottom half of it, but I will say this. I expect Louisville to continue to get better because Brom came in, he brought his best players with him from Purdue, got a couple of good transfers and he'll continue to do that. He's a great offensive mind. And, Honestly, the path to an ACC championship at Louisville is a lot easier than the path to a Big Ten championship at Purdue. So you're going to get dudes that want to come play there. So watch out. Uh, Buckle up, as we like to say. Louisville is going to be around, and they're going to be good. Yep. Yep. But but at the same time, they'll be good. But it's like uh, Petrino's team. They are good until they get to their bowl season. Yeah. Then, well, then, then, then and bowl season's the crazy now. Start though. to show up. But bowl season's crazy now with who stays and who goes and all that stuff. I think, um, but we'll see. Uh, I, I agree with that. I'll be interested. A couple of, I, I'm very interested in the Miami game, although I think Miami's questionable uh, quality too. Uh, th- there's a world in which Louisville's undefeated come into the Kentucky game. Yeah. There's a yeah. world in which I that think happens. They, I, I think they will. Either undefeated or a one loss. I totally agree. I, I yeah, it's going to happen. I know. In fact, I I want it to happen. To I be honest, too. I I kind of do too. I kind of do. Um, so we'll, we'll touch back on that. Go up against a little pad popping SEC defense, and let's see what happens. Uh, that'll be kind of fun. Yep. Um. So yeah. Anyway. Um, all right, we'll hop off sports there. Anything else you want to hit? Any NFL stuff? Anything else cool going on? I, I you know, I, uh, I don't have much. I, I watched a lot of NFL this weekend. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It, it's, I, I was so busy this weekend and I'll be busy this coming weekend. So it's just like me and sports right at the moment are a little, uh, it's diluted to say the least. Yeah, I, I know gotcha. one thing. My fantasy team sucks ass, but that's a different time for that's a different story for a different time. I, so. I, I eked out a win this week, but uh, it was ugly. Um, all right, let's move off of that. Uh, it's fall, Richard. Uh, it's October. It's real fall. It's starting to get cool, and that means we're getting into Halloween season. Um, is, is your house folly? Has Maisie made your house folly? Do you have pumpkins? Do you have uh, you know, uh, orange stuff, uh, leaves and shit all over the place? <sighs> Uh, we do have some leaves and shit all over the place. We do have some like decorative pumpkins in, uh, strategic positions around the house, including in the fireplace that looks like kind of a fire in the fireplace, but with pumpkins. And then on the mantle, uh, we do not have pumpkins outside because we have not been able to go over and get some, uh, we might do that this Sunday. Um, so it is fall season. Um, yes. 
So it, it, I love this time. I love this time of year. I love the weather. I love everything about it. So me too. We, we carved some pumpkins last night cause we had a bunch of, uh, we had one of the kids in on fall break from college. So we went and hung out with some of the other cousins, carved some pumpkins. I'll post a photo of mine, I think on uh, the Instagram and show you guys what I came up with. Uh, it's fun. I love it. Our house has been falled up since Labor Day weekend. It was all the non spooky fall before, late, you know, once we got to September and once October hit the spooky falls out here. And uh, I am not angry about it in the least. It is a lot of fun. So, we got we've talked about a couple of things we want to go through as we talk about kind of our favorite things about fall. We're going to get to Halloween movies maybe next week. We want to think on that a little bit more, but an easy one is Halloween candies. We got Halloween candies coming up. Now Richard, what kind of a Halloween house are you? Are you the bah humbug Scrooge, get the hell off my yard? Are you the sit outside and tell everybody take one piece of candy? Do you give a whole candy bar? Like what kind of Halloween house are you? I I love Halloween, so I, I am not a bah humbug person. Uh it's I, I love the season. I, I love seeing kids in costumes. I if if I could dress up, I totally would and I might. Uh, I find for some odd reason I have an old Admiral Akbar uh, yeah, mask I, love that. I found, so, I, really so I usually pull that out. Um, I also have like an old grumpy man, which is probably me now. So it, it's no, but overall I love Halloween. So I love giving out candy. I love I love seeing kids in costume. I love seeing how excited they get. Um, even the greedy kids who want like ten, like all your candy. It's just like I just. I like seeing it. We give out candy. We uh, we don't give out full candy bars. We usually just go to the store and just buy a mixed bag. But our neighborhood gets, I mean, pretty crazy. I'll bet you have a lot um, this year. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we do. Yeah. Well, so we we usually dress up. Uh, we have Elizabeth and I usually have a great costume. We come up with one every year. We haven't even talked about it this year. I'm not sure we'll dress up, but we do like giving out candy. We I love Halloween, like you said. I love seeing the kids. I love the creativity and. Uh, the excitement and the terror in the two-year-old's eyes. It's all very, very fun. So I love Halloween. I love giving out the candy. Last year, we sat on the porch and gave out candy to all the kids that came up. And uh, we ran out of candy just as it started raining, so it was perfect. So with that in mind, let's go through some Halloween candies. Let's play overrated, underrated, or properly rated on Halloween candies. And I'm going to go through a list that I've jotted down. And I will let you uh, supplement any that you come up with as we go. That, that sounds good. All right. We're going to start out with Snickers. Uh, oh, uh, one of my favorites. So I, I, it's, I, I, I guess thumbs up. Okay. I'm going to go overrated. Um, I don't love Snickers. Really? Yeah. I'm not a crazy Snickers fan. It's all right. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, M&M's. Uh, I love M&M's too. So uh, it depends on, wait, it depends on the M&M. Peanut, peanuts or Pl regular? Plain M&M's. Plain M&M's. Yeah, I have no problem with those. I, I'd say, I, I could take it or leave it, but I do like them, yes. I think they're properly rated. I'd go properly rated for M&M's. Candy, okay. cor candy okay. corn. Uh, I don't hate it as much as most people. I mean, I, I know it's a very decisive candy, and uh, a lot of people hate it in this world. I don't hate it as much as most people. I, it's a unique taste, but it's just like, I mean, 
I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, I, I love mean, candy honestly. corn. Candy corn underrated. I love candy corn. I I get excited in the fall. Now the candy corn pumpkins, you can have them, but the candy corn, I love it. Um, all right. Yeah, I I, I don't see a problem with it. Honestly, no, no weirdos. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Twix. Uh, might be a little overrated. Okay, I'm gonna go properly rated. I like a Twix. Um, how about like Snickers? You're a weirdo. So right. well, we that's that's fine. How about a Milky Way? I it's been so long since I've even tasted a Milky Way. I'm gonna say overrated. They're underrated. They're delicious. Um, how about a zero? There's an obscure one. Uh, yeah, I saw a zero the other day, and I was like, hey, do I remember this? Um, again, it's one of those I have not had in a very, very long time. I think uh, it, it's is it chocolate cookie, something like, like that. Chocolate? I don't even remember. I just threw that on there. All right, all right. I, I, I'll go. I'll go. It's like properly rated. Properly I mean, rated. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, right. it's. I think it's a chocolate covered Oreo without. It's basically the cookie of the yeah, Oreo the with backside. chocolate. Over yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, yes. let's go zero. Yeah. Um. How about a Reese's cup or Reese's pumpkin or any Reese's? I do love chocolate and peanut butter. I don't like Reese's. Uh, the uh M and M thing. So yeah, they're, they're I like they're, Reese's a, peanut butter cups. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. They're properly rated. They're the OG. They're the goat. They're awesome. Um, the classic big cups are good. My favorites are the small cups because the chocolate, the peanut butter ratio is perfect, but the seasonal pumpkins or bats or Christmas trees. I love those. So, uh, yeah, Reese's properly rated. How about an almond joy? No, overrated. No. Over, Get it out of here. Overrated. Get it yep. out of here. Uh, yep. mm -hmm. How about overrated. those? How about those Mary Jane things or whatever that are just the plain orange and black wrap candy? I don't even know those. I don't think I have one friend that likes those. They were a staple when we were kids. Brian Gritton loves them. Uh, everybody else hates them. They're ass. They are properly rated as ass <laughs> and they should stay there. Um, I don't think I know those. So that's okay. All interesting. right. How about uh, sweet tarts? properly rated properly rated Maybe. i think so yeah yeah i love sweet tarts they're not the elite candy but they're properly rated how about skittles uh i have to go with probably overrated okay i'll go properly rated. No, wait. I, I, skittles no i'll go properly rated because i was thinking of starburst i think starburst oh, yeah. are a little starburst overrated. are overrated starburst are overrated smarties are underrated skittles and sweet tarts are properly rated that's that's my <laughs> that's my uh, sugar candy um, it, it, hierarchy. Um, all right, let's okay. shift, all right. Sh shifting gears out of candy, but other a couple of other uh, traditional sort of Halloween treats. What about a box of raisins in your Halloween bag? Go to hell. You can I like raisins. I I do like raisins, but not as a Halloween thing. Go to hell. You can kiss my ass. You might as well give me yep. a toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. That's it. Okay. How about popcorn balls? Go to hell again. Popcorn balls are underrated. A popcorn ball is solid. It's like popcorn and like marshmallow cream or what? Marshmallow yeah, okay. all together. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, you, you got me. You sold me. Got Those are me. underrated. Okay. 
How about a caramel apple? Would you would you lump Rice Krispie treats into that same category? So, yeah, yeah, same, same. But the popcorn ball is okay. interesting. Like popcorn ball is more novel. Like popcorn is different than the cereal. Like the popcorn ball is you get that s- saltiness with the sweet of the of the um, uh, marshmallow. It's popcorn balls are solid, man. That's a that's a Halloween treat that people used to give out but can't anymore. How about caramel apples? Quickly, running out of time. Uh, I like them. Properly rated. I say overrated, but. I respect them. I respect the caramel apple. Um, and I wish that uh, people could still give them out. But, you know, stupid razor blades and uh, urban myths. So we can't do that anymore. Not that it's all an urban myth. I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. Well, we got a minute left. And so it's about time for us to to hop off out of here. Richard, anything else you want to get to tonight? Mm, no, I look forward to talking about the movies. Uh, Halloween movies. That'll be interesting. So, no, I I think that's it. Okay, good. Well, I can't wait to do that as well. Um, That was a quick run through on the candy. If you have any other candies that you love or hate, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you about that. You have our number. We can also carry that over to the bar next week as well. We can. We can. We're going to have a uh, October extravaganza here on the Good Midlife Podcast. So with that, we'll start wrapping it up. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. We really want to get higher than 42. So we're going to keep working through that and trying to create better content and get more listeners and keep it going. So, oh, damn it. I screwed up the heart out. Anyway, you guys have a great week. We're going to keep living our best midlives and you keep living yours. 